Previously on the Dice Girls. You can see a huge, expansive basement. It's a little chaotic because it's absolutely full of gnomes. <gasps> I mean, it's dark. I mean, we've been trapped in a basement for <laughs> yeah. six months, but... But you're alive. Yeah. We have to get out of here. You notice a map with a line drawn towards a mountain range. The center mountain has been circled many, many, many times. Rachna, you recognize this particular mountain. You were born in the small hidden village that lies at its base. What newfound abilities will our players gain now that they've defeated the High Priestess? What is in store for them next? And most importantly, do these gnomes ever stop partying? You're about to find out. With sugar and spice and a roll of the dice, you're listening to The Dice Girls. When we last left off, you all had brought back groups and groups and groups of gnomes to the scuttle. They seemed like they were gearing up to party all night long, um, but y'all were exhausted. So you turned in for the evening. Kai and Trigus had a very restful night's sleep. Rachna had not as great of a night's sleep uh, just because she was really feeling the weight of the things that had happened to you guys and the things that, that you had done prior So you all did sleep, though. And when you wake up the next morning, Trigus and Kai feel very well rested. Rachna, not so well rested. But even so, you all feel stronger. And what that translates into is that your characters have all leveled up. Yes. (laughs) So (laughs) you are all now level three. um, And we are going to talk a little bit about what that means for each of your characters really quickly. Who wants to start? Don't all volunteer at once. (laughs) I will roll Um, a dice if I have to. (laughs) Um, So archetypes, or is that what we... Yeah, I chose that. Yes. Um, I chose mastermind. Okay, Uh, and so what does that mean for your character? So I get master of intrigue. At third level, you gain proficiency with the disguise kit, forgery kit, and one gaming set of your choice. I didn't choose the gaming set. I forgot about that one. Uh, Choose Monopoly. (laughs) (laughs) Kai is really good at Monopoly now. (laughs) Additionally, you can unerringly mimic the speech patterns and accent of a creature that you hear speak for at least one minute, enabling you to pass yourself off as a native speaker of a particular land, provided that you know the language. Um, And Master of Tactics. Starting at third level, you can use the help action as a bonus action. Additionally, when you use the help action to aid an ally in attacking a creature, the target of that attack can be within 30 feet of you, if the target can see or hear you. Wow. Yeah. Also, it's not written down here, but I learned two new languages. Yes. Yeah. What did you choose your languages yet? I kind of just want to do like two weird languages. Yeah. So, like I wanted to do celestial and deep. Okay. <laughs> do it. Which is like two ends of a yeah, like, two ends of a different spectrum. And the deep. The deep. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So if yeah. you go really high or really low, <laughs> yeah. you'll be able to speak yeah. to everyone. So now I know. Five languages. Cool. Yeah. Nice. That's exciting. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know five Ooh, 
kind, kind of spy of spy languages. Uh-huh. All right, and what about Trigus? What changes happened oh, to? Oh my gosh, he printed it out. So many. Oh, I see that. Holy yeah, bananas! I have, I have three pages printed out. I'll, okay, I'll, well, just give us the highlights. I'll give, I'll give you the highlights. Yeah, just the. Okay, so I changed my cantrips. Okay. Um, I chose Blade Ward. Mm. Uh, tracing an arcane sigil in the air, you grant yourself resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage. Nice. Uh, vicious mockery. Choose a creature you can see. If it can hear you, it must pass a wisdom save or take 1d4 psychic damage and have disadvantage on its next attack roll. Ooh. I still have the cast fog cloud. Right. I chose my college. Yes. I chose the College of Glamour. Ooh. Of course. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's very triggered. Of course. Some of the things that come with this, I don't know what you call it, but mantle of inspiration when you join the college of glamour you gain the ability to weave a song of fey magic that imbues your allies with vigor and speed and then enthralling performance if you perform for at least one minute you can attempt to inspire wonder in your audience by singing reciting a poem or dancing so then the spells i kept my silent image Uh uh-huh but i changed out the rest of them Mm-hmm. I have Cloud of Daggers. Ooh, that yeah. sounds interesting. Yeah. You fill a five-foot cube with daggers. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I have Enhance Ability. I can touch anyone, and I can choose Bear's Endurance, Bull's Strength, Cat's Grace, Eagle's Splendor, Fox's Cunning, or Owl's Wisdom. So each one is has a different effect. So then I also have Phantasmal Force. You craft an illusion that takes root in the mind of a creature that you can see. The phantasm includes sound, temperature, and other stimuli also evident only to the creature. So I can totally mess with people. Wow. (laughs) Super excited. Oh, no. Oh, boy. (laughs) And then I also have Locate Object. And then the last one that I'm, like, super, super excited about. I now have shatter. Ooh. Yeah. What does shatter do? Each creature in a 10-foot radius sphere must make a constitution save. A creature takes 3d8 thunder damage on a failed save or half as much on a success. <laughs> Holy bananas. Yeah. So still damage. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what. And the reason I'm so excited about this is I had already chosen shatter. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I'm listening to Dungeons, Dungeons and Blaggards. Uh-huh. And Belleg has shatter and he used it on a bunch of cobalt. And it was just like the best. It was the greatest ever. Yeah, I was in the living room, and then she was up here listening to it, and she goes, "Oh my god, I have that!" <laughs> That's adorable. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So Trigus, man, I got a lot going on. You got a lot going on at level three. Yeah. And what about Rachna? What has changed for Rachna? Rachna's right. got a cold. <laughs> okay. That's her leveling up. She got a cold. Oh. Y'all got abilities. She got a cold. <laughs> A bummer. <laughs> I'm only level three. I got a ways to go before I hit ca- level cap, right? I'm going to get sick a lot. Do um, you have the ability to heal diseases or something, though? Um, Actually, I'm immune to disease, so I don't know what's up. <laughs> I, I don't know what's up. Uh, yeah, I'm immune to disease now. So at level three, a paladin chooses their oath. Mm-hmm. So I chose the Oath of Redemption. Oh. Um, and <laughs> thanks for your interested noises. <laughs> it is very interesting to me. I love this. I love hearing how your characters are developing. It's exciting. It's like watching your babies grow. Huh? Yeah, it really is. 
Uh, okay, so uh, tenets of the of the oath of redemption: peace, violence is a weapon of last resort, um, innocence. All people begin life in an innocent, innocent state, and then the last two are going to be real difficult for Rachna: patience <laughs> <laughs> and wisdom. I was really torn on redemption, or I think it was devotion. There was another one, and honesty was a really big virtue on that one. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, Becca pointed out that. Like 50% of what Ragnar's done in this campaign has just been lying. Uh, for the greater good. Um, <laughs> so basically, while every creature can be redeemed, some are so far along the path of evil that you have no choice but to end their lives for the greater good. So I don't have to be like 100% pacifist. Right. Um, but I have to be really justified in, in killing someone. Killing someone. So now you're just going to be swinging at people. I know you're a good person. Don't make me do this. It's going to make our next combat very interesting. <laughs> I'll like, I'll, I'll axe somebody like, you know. To Get off of me. <laughs> in a know. non-lethal. Well, be, like, yeah. What's, just what's sitting there with like the flat part. <laughs> I know you're good. <laughs> Stop. You just like roll up a newspaper and bop them on the head with it. <laughs> oh, God. I was about to say, what is a non-lethal axe swing? Like seriously, <laughs> like, um, it's very just, light. Like, like I'll be hitting people and then I'll just turn and look at Becca. Like, did I kill them? Did they still have at least one HP? I'm sorry. Oh, no. I heal. I I do lay on hands. <laughs> I heal them. You hit them and then heal them. Okay, so I learned two new spells: uh, sleep and sanctuary. Sleep. It's pretty straightforward. The description on it is a little confusing, but I'll just. I mean, I'll just cast it haphazardly and let Becca figure out the rest. Uh, (laughs) Par for the course. (laughs) And then Sanctuary. You ward a creature within range against attack. Until the spell ends, any creature who targets the warded creature with an attack or a harmful spell must first make a wisdom saving throw. And it doesn't protect the warded creature from area effects. Such as the explosion of a fireball. Ooh. Hmm. Now I now I want to. Now somebody's gotta get some fireballs, (laughs) right? (laughs) Or is Um, it just the pitbull song? (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't protect anybody from that. (laughs) Nobody's protected from pitbull. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Okay, and I also learned some channel divinity options is what it says it doesn't say their spells it says their options okay uh emissary of peace and rebuke the violent so emissary of peace as a bonus action grant myself a plus five bonus to charisma wow persuasion uh checks for the next 10 minutes yeah deception as well (laughs) is deception a charisma spell um yes (laughs) you just became a really good liar <laughs> I don't need it anymore. Like, <laughs> uh, or do I? Never say never. Um, <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. I don't. <laughs> Nobody's I, making you lie. You're just always the first one to speak up when someone questions y'all. Well, I get nervous when everyone's all quiet. Like, <laughs> like we have to do. Like, I just imagine, you know, I. I D- uh, scary important dude that we're supposed to trick and we're all just sitting there silently staring at him like and she after... has to speak before Trigus can even open his mouth <laughs> yes. so she's gotta get in there like right exactly. away exactly that's yeah, fair so that's fair <laughs> blunder my way through that <laughs> my last channel divinity option is rebuke the violent uh, you can use your channel divinity to rebuke those who use violence <laughs> <laughs> just kidding there's more <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> 
That's mechanically descriptive. What am I going to do with that? I rebuke you. Immediately after an attacker within 30 feet of you deals damage with an attack against a creature other than you, you can use your reaction to force the attacker to make a wisdom saving throw. So on a failed save, the attacker takes radiant damage equal to the damage it just dealt. And on a successful save, it takes half as much damage. Holy bananas. Mm. You guys are getting more powerful. I'm going to have to... No, Uh -uh. no. (laughs) You don't have to. I think I might. Uh -uh. No. We should not have told her, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) You're like secretly leveling up behind the DM's back. (laughs) I don't know how that would work. It's like, wait, when did you get that ability? Yeah, when did you... Not in your business. (laughs) You don't need to know. Yeah. This is on a need to know basis. Yeah. We create a group chat that's just us and just minus you. I, Guys, we're leveling up. I saw someone's Twitter, or maybe it was a message on Discord, and they were like, My players have created a group chat so that they can plot against me behind my back. And I was like, Hey, that's a great idea. No! No, you can do that if you want. Okay. If you want to plot against me. I think yeah. it would be pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> it would make things really interesting. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah. So, I was so like, you walk over. No, I don't. No, I do. I'm sitting here. That's right. <laughs> I mean, technically, that'd be up to you. I can't tell you what you... <laughs> I can't make those character decisions for you. If you decide that you're over this adventure and you just want to spend the rest of the time sitting in a chair in the scuttle playing with Wimble, <laughs> I can't do anything about it. And they all is happily ever after. <laughs> That part wouldn't happen. (laughs) And someone blows up the scuttle. No. no. (laughs) So yeah, there there are totally things I can do, but (laughs) but that sounds like a threat. You have (laughs) you have character choices. You you can choose what you do. (laughs) That's the whole point of this game. An invitation to the meeting of the worthy came to each of them mysteriously, an opportunity to join the hero's games. But they were not the intended recipients, because they're not heroes. When the night takes a grisly turn and they're caught in the mess, what will they do to prove they're not also the villains? Sacrosanct is an LGBTQ plus friendly narrative based Dungeons and Dragons 5e actual play podcast set in a Forgotten Realms alternate reality where the world of Faerun is in shambles following the collapse of the gods. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, Dicelings. It's me, Becca, your Dice Girls DM, back again for another solo. First, holy bananas. That promo from Sacrosanct RP was absolutely amazing. Their podcast is so well done. Go give it a listen. I just want to say thank you for your patience with us as we make it through a couple of these kind of like information heavy, really expositiony episodes before we start our next story arc. Um, there will be one more episode with a lot of information in it. And then after that, we're going to do sort of a clips episode of everything important that's happened in this arc before we forge ahead to find out what happens next. So on that note, 
If there's anyone that you'd like to introduce to the show, that Clips episode is going to be a great jumping in place before we get started on our second story arc. We want to say thank you again to Telemachus, who is not only one of our patrons, she gave us the idea for the name Malachi, the gnome that was in this episode. So thank you so much, Telemachus. We really appreciate it. Speaking of patrons, we have a new one this week. We want to welcome the Nerd Asylum to the Diceling family. They are the host of Dralicon, which is coming up this year. It's a convention in Fort Wayne, Indiana. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be so excited to go and meet other D&D podcasters and participate in some really, really exciting activities at Dralicon. Guess what, you guys? We got our first email message. I'm so excited. <laughs> this is to Char from Nicholas. And Nicholas says, happy, happiest of birthdays, my dear, dear friend. I'm so glad you exist and that you introduced me to the crazy world of Dungeons and Dragons. May your D20s always land on 20 and your battle axes always be sharp. <laughs> That's so adorable. Thank you so much, Nicholas, for sending that email. If you are listening and you would like to send a message to someone, all you have to do is go to thedicegirlspodcast.com and then under the support us menu, you'll find send an email. We want to say a huge thank you to everyone who's been tweeting about the show using the hashtag thedicegirls um, for a chance at an NPC name. Make sure you do that. Use that hashtag and we might choose your name or a name that you suggest as an NPC on the show. We've already gotten a handful of tweets and I'm getting some great names for upcoming episodes. So keep on doing that. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being so awesome. We're going to get back to the show. So back to <laughs> back to our game. Um, so yeah, you have all woken up and you have all leveled up. You feel stronger. You have some more abilities. It feels pretty awesome, I yes. would imagine. Yes, it does. Yeah. I yeah. feel taller. You <laughs> <laughs> and Troy gets gross an inch. No. <gasps> Do I? No. Can I? <laughs> Sorry. Please. I will level up Trinket's gross an inch. Soon it'll be taller than Rockna. Right? That'd be crazy. That would be hilarious. <laughs> I vote yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. So, um, <laughs> Trigus is not grown inch. I'm sorry. Oh, but you you do wake up, and uh, as you kind of like leave your respective rooms, um, you can hear the party still going on in the wow. in the main section of the scuttle. It's a lot of noise, and it's a lot of cheering, and it's a lot of happiness. Hey guys, <laughs> we should go dance. There's stuff going on down there. Are we all in the same room? Um, I'm gonna say or am that. I, am I whispering through the wall? Trigus' <laughs> <laughs> face is just up to the keyhole, like, Kai. He's outside Martha or Kai's room and then Rockness. Uh, but how do you guys wanna do that? How do you wanna meet up? Do you have any, like, morning rituals or anything you wanna do before you join the rest of the world? I just, I brush my scales usually. <laughs> <laughs> Not your so. hair, but your skin. <laughs> yeah. Well, hair and scales. Yeah. So they're shiny. And I put on some scale polish. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and your soup, I hope. Yeah. And soup, yeah. And soup. Do you just keep like a stock of soup in your bag? Yeah, I have a little Tupperware. Okay, yeah. Container. <laughs> Medieval <Of> Tupperware. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah, so I think I'd jump up and start knocking on their doors. <laughs> Who are you going to first? Uh, who's next to me? Whoever wants to be. 
Uh, well, don't everybody rush <laughs> up to volunteer. Oh, okay, I'm okay, Rockna. So yeah. I'm like pounding on Rockna's door. Rockna, you hear pounding on your door? <laughs> you have a strong suspicion it's Tragus. <laughs> Rockna, let's go dance. Come on, they're having fun down there. Okay, Rockna's probably already up. Okay, I'll open the door. <laughs> Hi, good morning. They're having a party. We need to join them. Let's get Kai. <laughs> Kai, come on, let's go dance. They're having fun downstairs. And Kai's still asleep. I imagine Trigus just saying that to Rockna and then skipping off down to Kai's door. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's it. Rockna's yeah. just still standing there like, what just happened? <laughs> no, I think Rockna smiles a little yeah. and follows him. Yeah, fair. Yeah, Kai's still asleep. You're going to have to yell out in that. Okay, bam, bam, bam. <laughs> Kai, come dance. Just the threatening tone. Come dance. <laughs> okay, I wake up and open the door. <laughs> Hi, good morning. We're going dancing. Come with us. There's a party downstairs still. So. Looks like we're going dancing. <laughs> I mean, I think the dancing's optional. Yeah. I never said I was dancing. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just cheer Trigus on as he dances. <laughs> All right, so as you head down into the main uh, section of the scuttle, uh, as soon as you step into the room, you are suddenly surrounded by, like, a throng of <laughs> grateful gnomes. Yes. Uh, you see a few familiar faces. Like, you you see Ellie and Wimble in the crowd. Uh, you spot El Nombre off to the side. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care how many times we hear that. It's good to make us laugh. Every, every time. time. <laughs> he's, like, he's getting some chips and dip over at the... <laughs> At the table, the party table. But most of the gnomes are gnomes that you found in the basement of the church. And they are all just, they're all surrounding you and, and just choruses of thank you and tears and happiness. Aww. And everyone is in a great mood. They probably mostly haven't slept, so but they're still going. <laughs> they're still just so happy to be home. And so they're all very grateful for you. Uh, one of the gnomes steps to the front of the crowd. He actually, he comes up and he like, he's wearing glasses and he like pushes his glasses up his face and he sh- vigorously shakes Rockna's hand and introduces himself. I'm, I'm Malachi. What's your name? Uh, hi, I'm Rockna. Rockna, thank you so much <laughs> for rescuing us. And, and he goes and shakes Trigus's hand. He's just like so inner. He's like so excited to meet you guys. Hello, I am Trigus Garganath. Trigus Garganath, I'm Malachi. You rescued me. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I think that was just Kim. Yeah. <laughs> Aww. 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 And then he goes over to, to Kai and same thing. I'm, I'm Malachi. I'm Kai. <gasps> Kai, our names sound oh, real similar, don't they? They rhyme. I love it. I think you're my new favorite. <laughs> Thank you for rescuing me yeah. and all my friends. We, we are so grateful for all of you. We really appreciate it. We're glad we could help the little people. <laughs> Man, that was quite... A crazy time we had down there. I can't believe it, but you know it's actually really interesting. So I'm I'm very into like psychology and and studying people, and that was quite an interesting. I mean, it was terrible, of course, but for a researcher like me, it was not all bad. <laughs> I gained some valuable information down there. I feel like uh, join the party, everyone. Everyone's happy to see you. You're the heroes of this party, honestly. I mean, none of us would be here having this party if it weren't for you. And Trigus gets up on the bar and just starts <laughs> dancing. <laughs> <laughs> A 
group of gnomes start like cheering and like raising the roof below you. Like, Kai just stands next to Rockna. There he goes. Yeah, Rockna just like sips some punch and watches. <laughs> um, so you see a lot of people that you recognize at this party. Again, most of the uh, most of the attendees you don't recognize, but they all stream by and 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 want to say hello. And Malachi is a character from one of our patrons from Telemachus. So oh, thank you, Telemachus. Nice. Yeah, yeah, thank you thank for Malachi. Uh, he'll probably be coming back a little more. So um, yeah, you is there anyone in particular at the party that you'd like to talk to? Um, Verstam is there. Bilric is there. Rom is there. Like I said, um, Wimble and Ellie are there. You don't see Rixie. Talon is there. Talon. Talon. <laughs> Telling kind of is he bops over to you because he's been dancing with the music. Like, are you still on the bar? Are you? Yeah, are you, are you calling him from the bar? Yeah, yeah, he just he bops on over to you and hey, 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 dudes, what's up? Hey, we're doing a little dancing. Welcome to the party. Yeah, man, it's been going all night long. Wow, you haven't slept? No, these dudes are so happy to be home. How could I sleep? It's too exciting. It's good to see you having a good time, Talon. <laughs> yeah, dudes, how are you doing? Are y'all all right? I know you had to rest last night. We're doing okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm glad you got some rest. I'm glad you're here to party with us today. <laughs> hey, Rachna, can I talk to you for a minute? Yeah, sure. And. Talon kind of pulls you aside a little bit away from the party and he looks a little concerned and he says, dude, I can't stop thinking about what made me stand up in that room and draw my weapon. Like, that's totally not me. I can't stop thinking about it. It was so unlike me to blow our cover like that. I, I, it, it's a little fuzzy, but the more I think about it, the more I remember kind of just feeling like like a pull, like something was telling me to to defend the poor, helpless gnomes. Is, is that something you've ever felt before? Like a, a, a almost like, I mean, it wasn't hearing voices, dude, but like, it was almost like someone was telling me to do it. I, well, yeah, that's, that's something I get a lot of more and more. Um, I don't know how to describe this to him. I don't want to just say it's his conscience because I feel bad, like, uh, <laughs> telling somebody who's like, I don't know how old he is, probably his 20s or something, or at least a teenager, but telling someone who's at least a teenager, oh, yeah, you don't know about that? That's your conscience, dude. You didn't, you haven't experienced that in the last, like, more than a decade? I mean, it's... <laughs> That's what it is, you monster. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, Talon, I don't... It's a little different for everyone. To me, that's, that's the voice of Bahamut giving me, giving me guidance. Sometimes you're in a situation and, and you can't explain it, but you just know in your heart that what the right thing is to do. Huh. Well, I mean, like, I have been praying to Bahamut more and, and, and meditating more, maybe that is him. Maybe that's an interesting theory. I, 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 I like it. I, I wasn't sure about it because it felt very out of character for me, but, but I think it was for the best, you know? Yeah, that's, I, I agree. I, I mean, at the time I wasn't, I wasn't really a fan. Uh, I wasn't excited about us getting into that kind of trouble. Um, I didn't want us to well, blow our cover, really, but I have a hard time arguing against someone following their intuition and following the the path that, that Bahamut has led them down. I think it's a good thing. Well, now I think it's a good thing. <laughs> huh. So you think I should keep on following this Bahamut, dude? Just be careful. 
I, I struggle sometimes keeping my emotions in check. And it's not always easy to tell what's a message and what's just your emotions getting the better of you. Just, just listen. When you get that feeling, just listen. Thanks, dude. You're a good friend. I'm glad that I can talk to you about this. I don't really have anybody else to talk to about Bahamut. So I really appreciate it. Are you doing okay? I'm, I'm still here. That's good. <laughs> Do you guys have a plan on where you're going, what you're doing next? I mean... We're going to go find Rockna's dad. I don't know if you're in this conversation. Oh, Sorry, not no, to okay. be like... <laughs> Talon has pulled Rockna aside for oh. this. <laughs> Tricky's <laughs> his head around the corner. <laughs> drunkenly dancing st- up like, yeah, we're going to go find Rockna's dad. <laughs> Tricky's is still on the bar, but he's just been listening. We're going to find Rockna's dad. <laughs> he finally just pipes in. <laughs> Would Trigus be eavesdropping on this conversation? I think I'm... Trigus is probably always eavesdropping. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is he stealthy enough to do that, though? Yeah. I have vicious mockery <laughs> and blade ward, so... I don't know if that makes you stealthy. Trigus, if you're going to attempt to eavesdrop on this conversation, <laughs> I am going to make you try um, a stealth check. Oh, do with the die. D20 and then add your stealth modifier. Okay. Do you have your, or your... What is that? Dexterity? Yes, that's dexterity. Oh, oh. So that might be successful. <laughs> okay. I just imagine oh, like... Stealth. Oh, and he's got oh, stealth. Oh, and eight. But you've got plus two plus one. Oh, so 11? Yeah. 11 altogether? Mm-hmm. So you can hear like their muffled, murmured voices and like you mm-hmm. can tell who is... You can tell like when it's Rachna talking and when it's Talon talking, but you can't really make out the words that they're saying. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> Trigus, they're having a private conversation. That's not very nice. Should we join them? That's not what private means. <laughs> Talon kind of laughs because he can hear... <laughs> he hears Trigus and Kai debating on whether to crash this conversation. Yeah, Rachna just looks at Talon and, and smiles. They grin at each other. Yeah, I think Rachna kind of looks over in the direction of where Trigus's voice is coming from, wherever that is, and Run says, the corner, basically. Yeah, and it's like, hey, Trigus, it's cool, you guys can come in. Okay. <laughs> here I am. Dudes, I was just asking Rachna here where where you guys are headed next. What are you doing? What's Do you have a plan? I mean, I, there's a lot going on here all at once. Do you have any idea what you want to do next? We have to go to the mountains. That's- I don't know what's there. I mean... I don't know what we're going to find. I don't know what has to do with any of this, but I mean, we, we, just, we have to. Yeah. It, it seems like there's some important, I mean, Sadie thought something was there, right? She had it all circled and stuff on our map. I just, something's there. Hopefully you're able to find it. Are I think, you coming with us? I'm, I'm not going to be able to come with you dudes on this one. I, uh, you know, there's still, there's still a whole congregation back in Timber Tide of tieflings that we got to figure out how to, I mean, there's. They're probably still going to be looking for gnomes, you know, just because oh, no. just because Sadie's gone. We don't we don't know what else is going to happen there. We got to we got some unfinished business to take care of there. So I'm going to be rounding up a team to uh, to go back to Timbertide. And uh, Guile actually is really, really interested in uh, infiltrating the church for us now. And now that Sadie's gone, he was pretty he was pretty terrified of her. But now that he's now that she's gone, uh, he's more much more willing to go in and pretend to be a member of the congregation and see if we can't crumble this thing from the inside out. I like Guile. I do too. <laughs> that's amazing, Talon. He's a good dude. He's a really good dude. So that's that's what I'm going to be doing. I uh, so I won't be able to come with you guys if you if when you had to to that town. Well, uh, speaking of which, I better go. I better go start rounding up my team. So uh, 
we've been we've been partying hard, but I need it. We need to get back to business because there's definitely some things to be taken care of there. Yeah, you might want to sleep first. <laughs> I might do that. That's not a bad idea, dude. I might go catch some Z's and then round up my party and get it going to Timbertide. You guys enjoy the rest of the party. Yeah. And Talon uh, heads. Oh, I already miss him. <laughs> That's precious. <laughs> yeah, but he he leaves. Uh. <laughs> like, oh, you feel sad, but yeah, he's gone. He's gone. <laughs> He's Talon got and Rocknap bro hug before he leaves. Oh, yeah. yeah. They totally do. You're right. Yeah. 